you tired of chasing perfection and always feeling like you fall short? There is a better way. Welcome to the Pop Coach Life with your host, Sharon Smaga, where we are pursuing the art of purpose over perfection. She's going to turn what you think you know on its head and help you discover a life filled with meaning and joy. So buckle up, Buttercup, because here comes Sharon. Good morning, everybody. This is Pop Coach Life, and I am Sharon Smaga. Pop Coach Life is purpose over perfection, and we are pursuing the art of our purpose and learning to dump our perfection. Uh, If you are interested in coaching beyond this free content that you're listening to, please hit my website at popcoach.life, and you can directly sign up for coaching sessions. Uh, I don't lock you into any number of sessions or say, hey, I'll give you 10% off if you give me six months of your life. Um, I know that we live in an economy and a, a, most of us a schedule in our lives that doesn't really facilitate some of that. So just to let you know, you can book yourself one session at a time. You can book yourself out for multiples on my calendar. That is absolutely up to you. Um, But go ahead and check that out if you're interested. You can even get a free 20-minute consult um, just to give you a sense of what it would be like to interact with me directly and get those services. I want you to have that option as well. So check me out at popcoach.com. Life. It's not a .net. It's not a .com. It's .life because those are a lot more affordable. So please take a look at my website uh, if you haven't been there. Give me a like. If you're listening to me, please hit the like button. Leave a comment. Um, if you're looking at social media and following my content, I really appreciate all of the positive feedback. It's also really helpful if you're just willing to go ahead and follow me on social media. Thank you for that. Okay, today I want to dive in a little to something that um, I think there's a lot of discussion on in some respects, a lot of awareness um, in our present culture about this idea of people that are very into themselves. Uh, Narcissism has rather become a buzzword, which I'm not a fan of because there are different levels, including up to or down, you know, into the depth of somebody who has a personality disorder. And I think we need to be very, very careful with how we use the word. But today, I just want to talk a little bit with you about what does it look like to deal with that person in your life? And it could be family, boss, friend, um, your broader social circle, your place of worship. Uh, There's a lot of places that we're encountering this dynamic. And how do we deal with somebody who is very much about themselves, out for themselves. And clearly one little podcast is not going to cover all this. But what I wanted to share today is some conclusions that I am coming to where I have dealt with some of these folks in my life, um, including at one point in time, a boss who I believe probably could have been diagnosed with a personality disorder. It was that severe. But I just wanted to share with you some snippets and thoughts and I may be doing that um, periodically just as I'm processing things and trying to um, decide, I guess, where my boundaries are, right? So that I don't lose my sense of purpose in dealing with these people because you really can, right? If you're dealing with somebody like this, you know that little bits at a time, you maybe almost feel like you have to disappear or be less than just for them to exist in the room. 
Um, and, and you almost have to, you know, kiss the ring, if you will, or get permission to breathe the same oxygen. So if you, that resonates, then you know what I'm talking about. So here's my thoughts for this episode. Um, and this can be a he or a she, I'm going to read it. Uh, most of my stuff I'll usually read with he, it's just habit. Um, but please substitute whatever person you're dealing with in your mind, a we, a they, a he, a she, an it, whatever works for you. But he wants me to believe he is only this way with me. That's that's somebody who's very self-centered and narcissistic. He wants me to believe he is only this way with me when the truth is simply that this is who he is. My sin or my failure in, in this person's eyes is non-compliance. So congratulations if you're holding your boundaries and your ground. And this doesn't have to be with words or fighting or bickering or arguing but if even just in your head, you have figured out, I have a right to hold my ground and not be blamed for this person or the way he behaves toward me. I have the right to not take the ownership on that this person wants me to take on for their behavior. Okay. Um, and they really do. This kind of person that is really very much about them. Uh, they see, I feel like they see you as either you are feeding my narrative or you are in my way. And if you can't feed my narrative, I will crush you. That's really how I think this kind of mindset goes. Um, my other thought, my quote that I came up with is, and, and it's with a little bit of humor, except that if you're dealing with this, it's really not funny, is it? If he's not happy, nobody can be happy. If he's happy, nobody else can be happy because then he's not happy. So if that resonates, you're probably dealing with somebody who maybe they're not at the level of personality disorder or hardcore narcissist because we all can be a little selfish, a little self-centered, right? But if you're dealing with somebody who is what I would call chronically self-centered, that's kind of a dynamic you're probably dealing with. And I just want to validate that if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, like, let me validate you. Because this type of person is never going to validate you. Hear that. They are never going to validate you. And if you feel like every time you try to apologize, you're just giving in and giving ground, you probably are. Because this kind of person also is sort of notorious for not taking responsibility for their own behavior in the relational dynamic or in a negative interaction. Um, they're happy to rope you into arguing with them. They're happy to start the fight. Uh, they're really unhappy when you respond and don't just give in or agree with their way of thinking. And then they then they will often flip it on you and then look at you in a moment of intense interaction, say, well, I don't want to argue with you. And if you're, if you have that happen, you're sitting there going, but I didn't start this. I don't want to argue. Am I crazy? It's probably not you. I'm just going to put that out there. If you are dealing with that, know that that is probably, you're probably dealing with somebody who is incredibly self-centered or chronically self-centered. Um, they will start the fight. The whole goal is to sort of um, control the narrative, the narrative in their head is what they're playing off of, by the way. So it will not always make sense to you. So sometimes they will say or pick a fight over something that is completely irrational. 
it feels irrational to you because it is indeed irrational. And if you try to understand where they're coming from, uh, it typically won't work because they have this messed up narrative in their head. And that's really the conversation they're having with you, but you don't have that narrative in your head. And that's, I think, really important to understand because if you're trying to logic something out with them, uh, it backfires every single time almost. So if you're experiencing this, you're dealing with somebody, again, who is probably chronically self-centered. Understand this person wants you to believe they're only this way with you, right? That somehow it's your fault, you are the problem. And if you would just get in line, if you would just go along to get along, if you would agree, we would be okay. If you're dealing with this person chronically, you've probably noticed no matter how many times you do that, things are still not okay. And I want you to really pay attention to that because that's telling you something. That's what we call a feedback loop. Pay attention to the feedback loop. Also, if this person's not happy, nobody else gets to be happy. If somebody else is happy, that's seen as a threat or competition. So they're still not happy. See how this goes? Um, because so you can't be happy. You can't be you. And you have to be less than for them to be more than. And I'm just going to leave it at this. Are you willing to disappear in any kind of relationship, right, ongoing? Are you willing to just disappear a piece at a time to try to make peace with a person who functions this way? I'm not suggesting you go in roaring and trying to pick fights and arguments and overpower them, then you're just playing the same game, right? And it's going to make you look crazy almost. And they're going to go, well, see there, see how you are? Like that's how their narrative works, this this loop they have internally for themselves. So my encouragement to you is figure out where your mental boundaries are. Um, I worked for somebody at one point, I mentioned earlier, that it just, it was incredible. He could be in the building behind closed doors and it changed the mood of the entire building. This is powerful stuff. He could be gone and people knew he wasn't in or he was out traveling or whatever. And everybody was relaxed and happier. It was just so apparent and so kind of stunning, right? The, the difference, the dichotomy. Um, so if you're dealing with somebody like that, you've really got to have really strong, strong mental boundaries Know that even if you quietly refuse to give in, they seem to have a radar for that. I deal with somebody like this in my life, and I swear um, they've got a radar for it. They can smell it, even in your quiet, even if you try to be very, very quiet, and you can be thinking, I'm not on board with this. I don't know what's going on. Uh, they will come at you for simply refusing to engage in the fight they're trying to pick with you. If you give in and fight, you will notice with this kind of person that um, you're trying to reason with them or just simply hold your ground and say, you know, I, I don't agree with you and I don't expect you to agree with me. Even that is seen as a challenge. Even that is seen as um, a problem for them. And they will come at and come at and pick the fight. And even if you refuse to engage in the fight, they're going to blame you. That's something to consider. So how much energy do you want to spend <laughs> doing that, right? I mean, none of us are getting younger here. I'm certainly not. Um, I've theoretically lived over half my life on this earth. So 
uh, this is what's really got me thinking about this. You know, I'll be 55 this month and I'm really thinking about, um, I think in a healthy way, like what am I willing to do anymore with my energy? What am I not willing to do with my time and energy? And this includes our mental energy. This includes the stuff that we fuss about in our heads, our anxiety, wanting to make things right. All this time we spend in our heads trying to figure it out. This is a big deal because we spend a lot of mental energy there, a lot of us. And I think we waste a lot of mental energy there. So my encouragement to you and just bringing this little bit of content to the table is if you're dealing with this, <clears throat> understand it's probably not you. If this is a chronic dynamic with a person, we all have moments like this with each other. Um, but if it's chronic in somebody you deal with, it's probably not you. You may have spent a lot of mental energy quietly on your own trying to figure it out or, you know, what did I do wrong or what could I do better? And maybe we have some ownership and that's fine. Take on what's yours and make the correction. But I would want to encourage you to stop spinning your wheels uh, to the point steam's coming off your head, right? Um, trying to figure out how to make this person happy because I just don't think you can. Um, and it was never your job. So there's that to consider too. Their happiness is their job. So if you're not being a cantankerous, you know what, and disrupting their life and picking fights, um, it's not your job if they're not happy. So let me read those one more time in closing because I really want you to give this some thought and and clear your mental headspace if you're dealing with some of this in your life. Again, I read all of this in the he, apply your pronoun. He wants me to believe he is only this way with me when the truth is simply that this is who he is. My sin or my failure in his eyes is that I will not comply with it, right? So my sin is non-compliance. If he's not happy, nobody can be happy. If he's happy, nobody else can be happy because then he's not happy. Does that sound like a person you can win with? Because it doesn't to me. So if you're dealing with that in your life um, and it makes you feel crazy sometimes, hear this podcast episode, realize maybe it's really not you and there's nothing you can do about it except to identify, set, and protect your own mental boundaries with this person. Know how far you're willing to go, what you're willing to sort of um, compromise on or not. And I think I'm going to be honest with you, the older I get, the less I'm willing to compromise. So <laughs> I, I want to love people. I want to enjoy them. I want to be flexible, uh, but I'm not as inclined to compromise with people as I once was. I hope that this content has been helpful. I love you. Keep pursuing your purpose over your perfection. Let the perfection go. There's so much of life that we can't fix or make right. So many edges we can't smooth. And I think a whole lot of the time that we've spent on that you know, is for things that aren't our responsibility anyway. So I hope this is encouraging. I know you've probably survived Thanksgiving by this episode and you've got Christmas coming up um, and we've got all kinds of interactions socially to deal with. So I wanted to give some helpful content for that. I love you guys and I will see you next time. Bye. You've been listening to the Pop Coach Life Podcast. To catch all her past shows, go to www.popcoach.life.